Let me tell you about Rough Greens. Uh, Pat and I have been feeding our dogs Rough Greens. Has it been almost a year? Pat? I think it's been well, a little it over been that. For me. Yeah, it's been over that. Is uh, it? Uh-huh. Uh huh. It is. I mean, it is remarkable how much my dog has changed. Uh, he is happy. He was out this morning with me. Uh, just he's just running and running and running. Uh, you know, by by about eight o'clock, he's like, I don't care if somebody comes to kill you. I'm sleeping. It's Rough Greens. It's really good for your dog. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Get a free bag. All you do is pay for shipping just to make sure that your dog will eat it. It's just a quick little, like, one-week trial bag. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Or call 833-GLEN-33. 833-GLEN-33. Roughgreens.com. It is Monday, and we've got quite an amazing show for you today. Some things that even uh, even shock me today. Some things that are going on. You're like, wait, read that to me again? Uh, some amazing things, some very, very funny things. And, of course, uh, I think uh, fitting both of those categories is amazing and funny is the trip to Europe with Joe Biden. And we begin there in 60 seconds. Sorry, uh, just thinking about some of the things that Joe Biden said this weekend. One of the things I love about Patriot Mobile is they let you know right up front who they are. Let me give you an example. If you're with Verizon and you haven't heard me talk about it on this program, you might be unaware that they donate money, some of your hard-earned money, to Planned Parenthood. Oh, isn't that great? But when you're with Patriot Mobile, you know exactly what they stand for. They are the only Christian conservative phone company out there. Uh, Patriot Mobile. They were started by vets. So they are just as... They're just as American as apple pie, which I have an apple pie story that will rot your brain today. Anyway, uh, right now you can get free activation plus a free gift when you go to uh, patriotmobile.com slash Beck. They have the broadest nationwide coverage. They use the same cell towers as all the major carriers, so you get the great service. Plus, they have plans to fit any budget. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team has the highest rating among all wireless carriers. And they're standing by to take your call right now. 972-PATRIOT. 972-PATRIOT. Or you can go online at patriotmobile.com slash Beck. Make sure you use that offer code Beck. Uh, and you get a special gift with uh, sign-up free activation. It's patriotmobile.com slash Beck. 972-PATRIOT. <gasps> well, hello, Pat Gray. Sitting in uh, this week for Mr. Stubergear. Hello. I don't. I mean, is is he having to do community service time? Is there something I don't know? He seems to just be disappearing. Seems to be gone all the time, all the time doesn't he? 
Yeah, he does. He does. Mm-hmm. He does. Hey, how about that Joe Biden this weekend? Weren't you proud? Oh, Weren't man. you proud? Yeah, I've never been more proud, proud to, to be, be an American. An American. Or, yes. Yes. At least I know our president's senile. Uh, uh, now, what makes you say that? What well, I think you you're going to see here in just a minute. Uh, several of the things uh, that right. make me say Where that. Where would you like to start there, Pat? I mean, uh, that's a it's a big, big meal. I don't know if we could do is. it in one sitting. Uh, let's look at the uh, sot sheet. And uh, what do you say we go to uh, cut four, please? I'm sorry. I'm going to get in trouble with staff. I don't do this the right way. Jennifer Jacob Bloomberg. She says that all the time. All the time. When you're having these conversations with European allies who are very concerned about these sanctions, how do you justify that? And what are your plans? 120 days. Give me a break. Uh, Need time. 20 days, man. But you're not having a joint press conference with Putin. Why not take the chance to stand side by side with him and say those things to him with the world watching? This is not a contest about... Who can do better in front of a press conference or try to embarrass each other? Eh, It's about making myself very clear what the conditions are to get a better relationship are with Russia. Okay, can you stop for a second? As he was talking about Russia, um, he kept saying that uh, they, you know, they have real deep uh, differences uh, on Syria and they're going to need to work together. Except he wasn't saying Syria uh, three times. He called uh, Syria uh, Libya. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, I know mm-hmm. because I, as I'm watching, I'm like Libya. What I know what's going the on deal in Libya? I... With Libya, <laughs> we haven't had a problem well, since Gaddafi died, have we? Yeah. Um, hey, but I want you to know uh, the president has been kind enough, kind enough uh, to send in a, a new song, uh, and I just I, I thought we'd play it for you here. It's uh, it's beautiful. It's tender. It's lovely. Touching. More sniffing than touching. I spend a lot of time outside my mind. And when I speak, there's tons of words I cannot find. I sometimes think I'll pass out on the floor I'm Joe Tell me what am I here for Cause I'm bleeding from my eyes And I've got that creepy smile Being president is exhausting Let me nap a little while When it comes to what I'll say You can see I have no clue But the one thing you can bet is It's not true Who's my lyrics? I long to smell the shampoo in your hair has got to go I'm Joe You know all you need to know So I wonder who I am 
Here's something that he did say this weekend that I thought was really important because the this is planting a seed and he has said it now. This is the fourth time that I have heard him say this. He's planting a seed and it's really important that you understand it. This is well, uh, let me play it and then I'll tell you what it's all about. I think we're in a uh, context, cut five, please. not with China per se, but a context with autocrats autocratic governments around the world as whether or not democracies can compete with them in the rapidly changing 21st century and i think how we act and whether we pull together as democracies is going to uh, determine whether our grandkids look back 15 years from now and say did they step up are democracies as relevant and as powerful as they have been and I walked away from the meeting with all of my colleagues believing that they are convinced that that is correct now, too. Not, I shouldn't say now, not just because of me, but they believe that to be the case. And so I think you're going to see just straightforward dealing uh, with China. And again, we're not looking, as I've told uh, Xi Jinping myself, uh, I'm not looking for conflict. Uh, where we cooperate, we'll cooperate. Where we disagree, I'm going to state it frankly. Okay, so what did he say? We're in a contest, not with China, but with autocratic governments around the world as to whether or not democracies can compete with them in the rapidly changing 21st century. Now, he follows this with a very nice little idea of, you know, that's why we all have to come together and work together for our grandchildren, and they'll ask themselves in 15 years. Um, wow, that's a, short, that's a short window, isn't it? They're going to ask themselves in 15 years whether or not a democracy, if they did the right thing right now, if democracies survive or not. Um, but he's right. And the plan is, is not... Uh, the United States being the United States and England being England and Germany being Germany and them all working together because they choose to work together, yet they all have their own, their own uh, uh, freedom. It's not that. It's the Great Reset where the governments get together. Did you know that one of the first things he did over in um, uh, over uh, at this at this uh, G7 summit? Do you know? The first thing he did was get all of them to agree on a minimum corporate tax. So now the world, no one will, no one will tax less than 15%. Excuse me? They're making a world where you cannot escape. 
it is it is the definition of a one world government. When when Donald Trump said, I put America first, a lot of people are like, that's crazy. That is. Oh, my gosh. He's Adolf Hitler. No, we we should be in competition for the best ideas and the best uh, policies. We all should be. We should be in competition. This is a monopoly of governments. When they're all colluding with each other, they're taking your escape away. They're taking your right to say, I don't want to live that way. I want to go live someplace else. That's why the federal government is supposed to be so small, because we have 50 little laboratories going on in the United States. And you may not like Texas. Texas is very different from California. As Californians now know, and uh, and you may not like it. That's fine. Live in California. You want big government. You want a whole bunch of regulations. You want things that make you pay an arm and a leg for gasoline. Have at it. Live in California. You also get the nice weather. In Texas, you're going to get heat like you're in hell, except it's so humid I'm well, I'm not sure if if hell is humid or not. I, I've always thought of it as a dry heat, uh, but that sounds too much like Phoenix, which is lovely this time of year. Um, so, you know, but you're free in Texas. You're free. This is all about the Great Reset. By the way, up on the front page of Glenbeck.com. Uh, we have a letter to Congress, how you could fight back against the Great Reset. Please go to glenbeck.com uh, and read that letter. If you agree with it, please send it to your congressmen, your senators, send it to everybody you know. I don't think they are on top of this like they should be. And maybe, maybe some of them are for it. I don't know. But I don't think you'll be for it. Uh, once you understand, truly understand what is uh, what is going on with the Great Reset. Um, by the way, I don't know if you heard Donald Trump. Did you ever think you'd miss him? I mean, seriously, I'm not talking to most conservatives. I'm I'm talking to people who are like, I just can't stand him. I just I just hate him so much for what he says. He's <laughs> just so awful. Uh, you miss him yet? You miss him? Oh, he's such a liar. Is he? Did you see what he said this weekend? Um, really, it's, have you noticed that they're now all admitting I was right about everything they lied about before the election? Hydroxychloroquine works. That story just came out this last week. We've been telling you that. Of course, we've been banned for that. Uh, we've been telling you that. Um, Donald Trump told you that really early on. Take hydroxychloroquine. It works. Uh, he said, also, the virus came from a Chinese lab. Looks like I was right on that. Hunter Biden's laptop was real, not from Russia. Lafayette Square was not cleared by me for a photo op. Uh, the Russian bounty story was fake. Uh, we did produce vaccines before the end of 2020 in record time. This one really drives me out of my mind because Biden is now taking credit. And he said, and I quote, we have a dark winter ahead of us. And there's not going to be a miracle, man. That would be a miracle to be able to have that vaccine. 
Uh, we're not going to have a miracle. And quite honestly, if there is a vaccine, I, I wouldn't take it if, if he was responsible for it. Well, now he can take it because he's claiming responsibility for something that he didn't do. Blue state lockdowns didn't work. Schools should be reopened. Critical race theory is a disaster for our schools and our country. Our southern border security program was an unprecedented success. Yep. Yep. Wait until inflation hits. Oh, you're not going to give a flying crap what he says on Twitter. You won't care at all. Because inflation is going to bankrupt so many people. And you know who will hurt first? The poor people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, I've got a great story today on BLM. What happened to the money? I'm going to tell you what happened to the money. The white liberal progressive Democrats that headed all of this stuff up and BLM Global Network, they took your money. They screwed the black man yet again, yet again. And we told you that. But did anybody listen? No, we were banned. I got a job on each of mine. Influencer operative thing. Probably working for Putin. Don't listen to him. Mm -mm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yes, once again, the white liberal screwed the black community. I'll give you that story coming up in just a second. Stand by. Let me tell you about Paul who wrote in about his experience with uh, American financing. Uh, He said, outstanding, outstanding. The entire process was smooth. Joseph was easy to work with and very helpful. I didn't think I could get a better rate than the one I had, which was very, very low. I kept hearing Glenn Beck yap about this. I mean, that's not very nice, Paul. I think I speak eloquently about it. Anyway, uh, he said, I kept hearing Glenn Beck talk about how great American financing is. So I made an appointment and the rest is history. We took a year off our mortgage and saved a few hundred dollars every single month on our mortgage payment. Bingo. Paul, thank you. That's exactly what I've been urging people to do. Please, you don't know how much money you can save until you call American Financing. Look at your financial system with people who work for you and not the bank. Call American Financing now at 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. 10 seconds, station ID. No, 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 Pat Gray. Pat Gray, this is not a joke. You know what the Joint Chiefs told me the greatest threat facing <laughs> America was? This isn't a joke. No, I know. Global warming. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The biggest not a physical joke. threat we face. Yeah. Scary. Yeah. It's not a joke. This, I'm not joking, man. Come on, man. This is not a joke. And, you know, he said that, uh, you know, that it wasn't a joke before he made that, because I think um, I think he wanted to make clear that it was uh, just a lie. I wasn't joking. <laughs> I was lying to you. Uh, and how can you say that? Well, because uh, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs uh, came out and said, 
uh, climate change does impact. Now, listen how kind this is. But the president is looking at a, at a much broader angle than I am. Uh, I'm looking at it from strictly military standpoint. And from a strictly military standpoint, I'm putting China and Russia up there. it makes me feel better does it make you feel better that the joint chiefs they're not crazy yet they haven't been replaced uh and so they're not stark raving mad yes you know what the biggest threat to our military to to the united states of america right now it it is plastic straws (laughs) <laughs> and and as the joint chiefs uh joint chiefs uh chief i mean i'm the chairman of the chiefs all of them and I, we're changing the name chief because it uh, is it reminds us of all of the land stolen from the indians when we say chief and did i say indians i'm only saying that to show you how hateful i really am they're indigenous people and uh, because I because I just said Indians, I'm going to go out on a privilege walk. <laughs> have you have you read about the privilege walk yet? Uh, I saw the headline. Oh, no. and uh, decided not oh, to. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, Pat, you're going to love this. You are going to love the privilege walk. We'll talk about that next hour. Um, let me um, also give you this story. Um, remember AOC. Uh, she came out and she said, my aunt is so poor that she has not been able to fix her house at all since the hurricane. You know whose fault that is? White America. White America. And Donald Trump. Uh, by the way, uh, AOC's aunt came out to say... No, sweetheart, Trump is not to blame for the lack of aid. Uh, It's corruption. Uh, America sent us a bunch of money, and Mm -hmm. the crooked politicians, I might add, crooked Democratic uh, and and socialist politicians stole all the money. So it wasn't Donald Trump, sweetheart. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right, you ready to give your house a new look? May I suggest one thing? You know, I've been doing some remodeling on my house. And if I may um, uh, recommend one thing, don't do it. It never ends. It's a trap. Uh, The easiest way to change the uh, look of your home is with blinds.com. And you don't have to sell one of your kidneys to do it. (laughs) It's true. It's true. Um, By the way, if anybody has a kidney, I can borrow because I had to sell both of them. Blinds.com is the affordable place to begin. When you go to Blinds.com, you can get high-end look without having to pay the high-end price on things like their outdoor shades, which can transform your backyard into a shady weekend oasis. It also blocks the UV rays without obstructing your view. Right now, they're offering up to 35% off everything. You can upgrade any room, indoors or out. Don't take my word for it. Check it out for yourself. Blinds.com. Save up to 35% off everything. Rules and restrictions may apply. Blinds.com. 35% off everything right now. Blinds.com. 
Get Glenn Beck, Stuber Gear, Stephen Crowder, Dave Rubin, and me, Pat Gray. Listen to all your favorite conservative voices at theblazetv.com, promo code Glenn. I just want to give everyone a trigger warning because this could go awry quickly. I want you to know that these are not my views, but the guest we have coming on had the goal to say that women have vaginas (laughs) and also men have more muscle mass than women. Wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah. I just threw up in my mouth a little bit because that was so right, I'm sorry. I gave you the trigger warning. Oh, it, it, <laughs> it is. Oh, my. Duh. <laughs> yeah. So he, uh, her name is uh, Lisa Keogh, and she goes to Aberte University in Scotland. And I read this story a few days ago, and I couldn't believe the insanity because she has been investigated investigated by her university for two months during her final exams for her final year. Um, She's not going to graduate. She said, I don't feel comfortable going to the graduation now, Um, but they have cleared her of any wrongdoing. I think, you know what? I think Scotland is now behind America because I don't think we would have cleared her. I don't think she would have even mm-hmm. had, I don't even think she would have had a fair look-see at that. She just would have been out. Uh, we mm-hmm. have uh, we have Lisa on with us now. Lisa, welcome. Hiya. Hello. Good afternoon. Hi. Yeah, good afternoon to you. I, I, uh, I, as I was doing that monologue and thinking about you listening, I'm not sure you caught the American sarcasm there. We're actually on your side. Uh I can't believe, okay, I can't believe um, what you went through for something so obvious and, and, and scientifically accurate. Do I have the story right that those are the two things that you said that got everybody's knickers in a knot? <laughs> yeah, you've got that right. That was the two things that um, the initial investigation started off for. Um, obviously, I was asked my views and I stated them, and um, there was just absolute mad uproar. And um, yeah, that's what the investigation started over. So you were in class and you said that out loud or in a discussion, or how did this happen? And what was the initial reaction? So I was in an online class. Um, the classes were online because obviously the the coronavirus. So. Uh-huh. At that point, I was asked to define what I thought a biological woman was. And I said, well, a biological woman to me is somebody that's born with a vagina and the ability to reproduce. And after that, I think there was just absolute madness. Everybody just took offense to, to anything I said. I mean, I could have said the sky was blue and they would have just went crazy. So, so wait, what did the, how did they refute that? That what is a biological woman? What, 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 what was their definition? Oh, they didn't give me one. Oh, okay. Good. <laughs> wow. Well, that's a pretty solid argument uh, from them. And then I imagine you were talking about women competing against trans men or trans women in sports. 
yeah, that brought you so to the muscle just, mass? Um, yeah, we had been speaking about that, and I had cited Fallon Fox, the MMA fighter, and I just put in an article and just, you know, I was like, this is why I think what I think. I think she's stronger um, than a woman who was born a woman. And at that point, the lecturer actually switched off the, the functions I could type and muted me. So... I couldn't even put anything in else after that. I couldn't defend my position. I was just labeled a transphobic at that. Okay. On your next uh, answer, could you just speak a little slower? Uh, Sorry. <laughs> we're just, that's all right. That's all right. We're just trying to, just trying to, you know, make it through the, uh, the accent. Uh, after all, you're the one with the accent and not me. <laughs> Um, so this investigation went on for two months. What was that like? What did it entail? It was horrific. Um, I was just constantly waiting by the, the phone, waiting for emails from the university to say what the next steps were. I had to go to initial interviews. I had a dissertation to write. I had exams. I had essays due. I had a PowerPoint presentation to prepare. I had so much due with all this stress looming over me. And I think at the time I was so conscious that this might all be for nothing. Like I might be doing all this and I might not get my degree at the end of it. Wow. And what did they, when they got you in, what did they ask you? What were they, I mean, how, how did they deal with this? Well, I went in and I, she was like, you know, you've been accused of saying something inappropriate. And I was like, well, what did I say? And she went, did you say that only women are born with vaginas? And I said, yes. And she said to me, so can you see why that's offensive? And I was like, no, no, I really can't. <laughs> um, and then again, she asked, did you say that men were physically stronger than women? And again, I said, yeah, I explained why I said it. And she was like, and can you see why that's offensive? And I was like, no, I can't. <laughs> I love you. I love you. Um, <laughs> and she didn't. Uh, she didn't accept that. Well, I asked her if she found it offensive. I was like, "Do you find this offensive?" And she was like, "Well, I can't answer." And I felt really quite sorry mm. for her because I don't think she wanted to be asking these questions either. Mm. So uh, what happened in the end? How did this come down? And the, when they cleared you, did they, did they say, yes, only women are born with vaginas and a, and a, and a natural way to reproduce? No, uh, they just said, um, the, the, no, sorry, they just said that there wasn't enough evidence to uphold the complaint against me. Uh, they tried to turn it around and say it was the tone in which I said it, but obviously... The initial complaint was that what I'd said. It wasn't about how I'd said it. I was specifically asked, did you say women are born with vaginas? Did you say that men are physically stronger than women? There was never anything about the tone in which I said it. Just, did you say that? I would, uh, I would have you give the, the speech at the commencement ceremony, but uh, you, you, was there ever an apology from anyone no, I have not had an apology for anybody at all. Um, I got the email from the university essentially letting me off, and that is the last I heard from uni. They've never been back in touch to apologize or anything. Holy cow. So you're not going to the graduation? I don't want to go. I don't want to be in that toxic environment. I'd rather do something at home with my children. Oh, good for you.
So what did you what you get your degree in? What are you going to what are you going to do with this education? Um, initially, I wanted to do criminal law, but um, I, I see myself more going into human rights and children's rights now. I think this has taught me that there are people out there that don't have a voice and they need somebody to have a voice for them. So I think human rights is definitely the way forward for me now. Holy cow. How great is that? Uh, Lisa, before before you go, can can you just say the words, Captain, I've got to have more time. I'm not a miracle worker. Okay, <laughs> uh, Captain, I've got to have more time. I'm not a miracle worker. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah, it's, it's like it's, yeah, it's like it's like Scotty's, Scotty's right there, right? It's like he's <laughs> right, right there on the other. Sorry, end of the it's line. an old TV yeah. show called Star Trek. It's <laughs> it's much much Star better Trek, than yeah. your Doctor Who, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, uh, I, I think it's fantastic that you are going into human rights. I. I I'm sure, Lisa, you feel the same way. I can't believe how fast the world has turned upside down and inside out. It, 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 it's, it's utter madness what we're doing now. And uh, in the long run, um, you know, we'll either destroy ourselves entirely uh, and maybe 80, 90 years from now, uh, the truth will start to matter again. But in the long run, your children have a mother that they can be proud of and will speak of when uh, times when times return to the truth. Uh, I think your children are going to be able to stand up and write essays about you and say, my mother stood against the madness. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. I hope so. Lisa, thank you. God bless you. Thank Thanks Thank for standing. You, have me. Thank you, you bet. Bye. You bet. Bye bye. Oh, I'm sorry. You didn't catch the last thing she said. What was the last thing she said? No, I'm not kidding. It's not a joke. Either. I need more power. <laughs> Got I think more that's what time. She, I think that is what she said. Yeah. <laughs> the anti-matter reactors have gone into overload. <laughs> Something like that. I think is what it was. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, if you haven't sat down on a Hustler Turf zero turn lawnmower yet, then you really haven't mowed your lawn. Hustler truly takes mowing to the next level. Pat, do you remember? It might have been your grandfather, because my grandfather had a push mower that had the little bag in the back, mm-hmm. you know, if he mm-hmm. was lucky. Uh, he had the little bag in the back, and it was just the rotating blades that you had to push. Oh, yeah. And, they, and it was a. Right? Yeah, the push mower. Do you believe? Uh, oh, my gosh. No, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, no, thank you. Um, it, right now, a Hustler Turf makes it so easy and enjoyable. It is incredibly maneuverable. Uh, it's the, it turns on a dime. It'll cut your lawn mowing, mowing time in about half. I want you to check out the new 2021 Raptor series. It was built for homeowners with less than three acres. If you have more than three acres... Ooh. Uh, but if you have more than three acres, you really need a Hustler Turf and get a, maybe a, a bigger one. You know, the, the 109 inch can cut a football field in 10 minutes. So it's going to take a lot of time uh, and give it right back to you when you're mowing your lawn with a Hustler. Find your local Hustler dealer. There's a thousand of them nationwide, so there's probably one really close to you. HustlerTurf.com. AB, compare them. You won't find a better lawnmower, especially 
the zero turn lawnmower, that's the one they invented back in 1960. It's hustlerturf.com. That's hustlerturf.com. The Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. Welcome to Monday. I had a, I mean, I just had the best weekend um, ever. I, I, uh, Friday night, uh, went down to, um, uh, Richard Paul Evans house and, uh, his wife made this amazing Italian food. And so he ate and ate and ate. But the, the interesting part, perhaps for you is, uh, you know, uh, Richard Paul Evans is one of the best selling authors of all time. And, uh, he's, we did together, uh, the Michael Vay series. And I should say he did it. I, I published it and, and promoted it for him. But, uh, the 10th anniversary is coming up. And, uh, if you are a Michael Vay fan, you thought it was over. I can tell you now it's just the beginning. Uh, and it's a, it's a great series. If you haven't read it, if you haven't read it to your kids, it is, it's really amazing, really an amazing thing. And the lead character, uh, uh, has, uh, I think Tourette's, uh, um, is it Tourette's or, or is it, he autistic? I may no, it is. I think you're right. I think I it can't is remember. Tourette's. It's been a while. I think yeah. it is Tourette's, um, mm-hmm. but it's, it's great. And we're working on some, uh, some other things, uh, as well that are going to be coming out from Mercury Inc. And, uh, it was just a great night. If you're a fan of, Richard Paul Evans or any of the stories that, that I tell, you're going to love uh, what we're working on. Um, and we'll give you details as we get a little closer, probably in September. Um, <clears throat> then the next day, I felt like a kid. I felt like I was 15 years old going to, you know, a job interview. Um, yes, I, I can be a disc jockey. Uh, it was it was surreal. I was so nervous. I wanted to vomit the whole time. Uh, because I brought all of my artwork up to a, uh, a gallery, the first gallery that I have uh, that I have uh, gone up and and met with. It's the it's Park City Fine Art uh, in Utah, and I mean this is the big dog in in Park City, and they sell millions of dollars worth of art and everything. And I'm I walk in. And I'm supposed to meet the owner and the sales staff and unwrap all of the art that they hadn't seen before. And I walk in and it's this beautiful, beautiful fine art. And I mean, like stunning stuff. And I wanted to say, I think uh, all of my paintings burn in a terrible fire or boating accident, something like that. Um, and I unwrapped them and each time I unwrapped one, I was watching them like, Oh, they're going to hate this. And they took me on as an artist and, uh, then they priced them. Um, and I was like, really? Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I'm like, okay, no. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all of the, all of the money I'm making off of this, um, uh, sale of these paintings, all of it's going to go to charity. Uh, so anything that I make on, on this art is going to go to charity. Um, and, uh, but it's going to be fun. And soon, and we'll tell you here in a couple of days, I'm going to be at, uh, Park City and, um, 
I'm going to be there. And even if you don't buy art, I'd love to see you. Um, but, uh, so it's really cool. It was, it was weird, Pat. It was, you know, the, one of the guys who works with me, he was up there and he heard, he heard them with the price on it. And he was like, <laughs> he gave me one of those. Uh, I got Would you be interested in this, uh, painting of his? I'm like, wait a minute. Hold it. Just a second. What? Um, but, uh, so it was really, it was really cool, and you're gonna love them. They're really, um, they're really stunning, and it's all telling the story of lost American heroes and people that I think we need to remember and the virtues that we need to remember. Uh, you can find more information soon at uh, Park City Fine Art, and I will see you there soon as well. We'll announce maybe as early as tomorrow. Back in just a second with more. This is the Glenn Beck Program.